Welcome to Rich Conversations. Sunday was one of the best days I've had in a while. I woke up at 4.36 in the morning and I accomplished everything I wanted to. It was so much time left in the day. So I went on two separate walks. The first one was along the lakefront path after a, a fresh coat of snow from the night before uh, fell upon the city. And then the second one was downtown in Millennium Park and I just walked around the buildings. And then I went to my friend Felipe's house and watched the Packers beat the Bears and his roommate made us steak tacos and chorizo tacos. Just a beautiful day. And 2020 had slowly turned me into a morning person. So this week, I've, I've really tried to replicate uh, Sunday, you know, getting up at 4.36. And yesterday, though, I tried and <laughs> I got really tired, so I took a nap. I woke up from my nap around 2 p.m. And so my roommate, he asked me if I've been seeing the videos. I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, protesters are storming the Capitol building. And I'm like, what? So we watched the news. And I haven't watched the news for months. We're influenced by everything. Humans are influenced by everything. Uh, what's on our screens influences us. The music we listen to influences us. What we read and our friends, they influence us. The city, the communities where we live, like everything influences us. We're being influenced all the time, both you and I. It's completely unavoidable. Even if you go retreat into the mountains and go on a hike, you're still being influenced by the sky and the animals, the sounds and the smells, sights. As humans, we're always picking up data and information. As we're watching the news, of course, I'm scrolling through Twitter, but I maybe saw only like two constructive tweets. Not even that, no, I didn't see any constructive tweets. Everyone is just making defiant tweets about the situation. But everyone is avoiding the most important question. Why? An extreme act like this, storming the Capitol building, it doesn't just occur randomly. People and animals, they only do extreme things when, they, when they're scared. So what are people protesting and breaching the Capitol? What are they afraid of? We should ask that question. This requires effort. It requires reason and level-headedness. In the Ray Charles autobiography I read last week, he mentioned that as a kid, when he did something bad, his mother never disciplined him when she was angry, like in, in the, the heat of the moment. She slept on it, and then she would, she would whoop him the next day because anger is dangerous, and it can overshadow the entire lesson that you're, you're trying to convey. Why do so many become so easily angered? It's ego. I found it so confusing that, that people were tweeting that Donald Trump should come out and concede and, and put an end to all this. That's a, that's a total lack of awareness. Have, have they learned nothing in four years? Like Donald Trump has the biggest ego in America. His whole persona and brand is about him not giving in and never losing. So that won't happen. People will go to the extremes to protect their ego. Donald Trump is going to the extreme to protect his ego. We're learning early lessons of the 21st century. As a society, especially young Americans, we need to be aware of this. Social media and technology show us what we want to see. 
And it certainly won't be anything that will upset our ego or worldview. Oftentimes, we're, we're friends with like-minded people, people like us. So then we're not being exposed to other points of view. Then, you know, places where we live, again, are people who share the same views as us. So we're not interacting with different types of people. Our egos are only being confirmed. We're always right. We're always right. And we're the heroes of the world. Few people step away and reflect on life in a detached manner. It's hard. It's especially hard when technology is designed to be addictive. But when you do this consistently, when you step back, it will increase your awareness and you'll start to see things clearer. Acknowledging that because we're influenced by everything, we better be very intentional about what we allow to influence us as much as we can, right? If we don't, we'll be swept up in the crowd. I've lived in Chicago since I was 18, and over the last four years, I've heard the hate directed at Trump. But what I haven't heard, I've never heard this. You know, a large part of the country supported Trump. I should better understand where they're coming from and find out why. Maybe I'll learn something. I've never heard that, never. And then the Saturday after the, the election, the city just exhaled when Biden won. But people were still like, 70 million people still voted for him though. And the response is just like, fuck him. Fuck those 70 million people. And it's like, are you serious? These are our fellow Americans and humans. Are people so naive that they believe Trump will just go away after Biden is in office? He brings in big ratings. And he won't just disappear. Will the people who hate him still give him attention? Because that's what he wants. That's what an ego wants, is attention. Many people in the city are brazen about announcing their political views. People have no filter. And there's this assumption that, that everyone feels the same way. Or, or that I feel the same way because we're both in the city. I don't share a lot of the same views, but I don't say anything. I, I just make a note of it. And what I understand is that when people get political, it's never about you. It's always about them. But I still love them. And I still love the people of Chicago. I'm from the country. And when, when I'm there, people wonder how I, could, I can live with so many Democrats around. And, you know, I smile and laugh. And I don't share the same views as them either, people in the country, and yet I still love them too. I have close friends with all different viewpoints, and I love them all. My whole life has just been this like in-betweenness. Always felt too city for the country and then too country for the city. And I just, I love them both though. You know, each have unique values that I can appreciate and grow from. My self-worth it's not tied to my political views. I love learning and creating something new. So why, why would I limit what I'm exposed to? I think people cling to political parties because they don't know who they are or what they want out of life. And I'm talking the extremes. It's attractive. Political parties are attractive. Both have communities and they stand for something. You can easily convince yourself that you're on the right side. The script's already written, so all you have to do is defend it and then protect our honor. And when someone's protecting their honor or, or their ego, they'll go 
to the extremes. And it's becoming a cycle in America of extremes reacting to the other extremes. Hate breeds hate, love creates love. The 21st century is allowing us to choose what the truth is. The truth warps to whatever we want it to be. It's awfully convenient, but I don't know what the truth is anymore. When I'm on social media or I'm watching the news, we live in the most peaceful time in human history, but the news only shows me tragedy and destruction. The news wants my attention for ad revenue. In the old days, survival depended on the news. You need to know the news. But now it feels like survival depends on not watching the news. With the decentralization of media, it's confusing to know who and what to trust. So I have to trust myself, finding that inner truth inside me to determine what is real. Love, kindness, peace. That's what it tells me. And being aware that, that I'm just a small part of the world, but yet my thoughts and my actions have a ripple effect. I'm only going to be on earth for a short time. I'd rather spend that time loving other people than being angry at the world. I'd rather be open than closed. More interaction with different people. It's challenging to be humble and willing to understand other people's experiences and perspectives. Are you up for it? One can have conversations with people and know who they are without ever bringing up politics. It is possible. My work so far deals with my rural and urban backgrounds, bridging that gap that exists. Over the next two years, the projects that I'm involved with now also center around that theme. It's no wonder that the far right and the far left have issues with each other. One side lives in cities, the other side lives in the country, and they just never interact. We need people that are willing to lessen their egos and willing to learn from each other. That's how a peaceful future continues and grows. It won't happen overnight. Patience and determination will be needed every day. Ego is the enemy of peace.